0: Welcome to the In the Limelight podcast. I'm your host, Clarissa Bird, and every week I bring you great information from fabulous people
1: that I get to meet all over the world. I interview public figures, influencers, entrepreneurs, thought leaders, millionaires, and moguls that share their know how,
0: tipping points, pivotal moments, and life lessons. I promise you educative, empowering, and entertaining conversations with entrepreneurs that have a social conscience. Don't forget to find me on social. You can find me pretty much everywhere. Facebook, it's Clarissa Burt Official. Also sign up for my newsletter at clarissaburt.com. That way you can keep abreast of the In the Limelight media as it's coming out. And you'll be getting my weekly newsletter along with the In the Limelight magazine every quarter. Check out inthelimelightmedia.com. Hello and welcome to Bookish Meet the Authors, part of the In the Limelight Network. I am your host, Nisa Gotu, and joining me today is Natalie Noisette to talk about her book, Converted, Uncover the Hidden Strategies You Need to Easily Achieve Massive Credit Score Success. Hi, Natalie.
1: Hi, Nisa, how are you? Good,
0: and you? Thank you mm-hmm. for joining me today.
1: Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to talk about this subject.
0: It's a very important subject. So let's yeah. start with what is credit? Why is it important and how does it um, credit affect, impact your life?
1: For sure. So um, a lot of people believe that credit is just about money when mm-hmm. in reality, there are a lot of implications. Um, one is that it, if you really unpack it and look at the, the intricacies of credit, mm-hmm. it really is the relationship between you and the bank, yeah. the mm-hmm. amount of risk that they have to take and how much they can trust you. That's really what it is. Right. So when they look at your credit report and they have to make a lending decision, they're looking at can we trust this person based on these three numbers that an algorithm has spit out? Yeah. And how much risk are we taking based on this perceived trust that the credit score um, pretty much helps you generate? The higher your credit score, the more trust, the less risk. The lower your credit score, less trust, more risk. So when we, when we, unpack it when we look at what credit really is from that point of view or that vantage point rather um people have a really hard time digesting that sometimes because they don't believe that they're untrustworthy yeah right but things happen you have and this kind of goes into the implications piece you have um divorces that will impact your credit you have life circumstances that will impact your credit um a lot of the clients that I deal with uh, over the years of work the agency, I realized that a lot of people actually have credit issues because they, um, they have medical issues that come up and they have to lean on, you know, different ways to supplement their income or whatever the case may be. Um, and this research supports that. So statistics research support that. So a lot of people are not just haphazardly messing up their yeah. credit for the sake yeah. of doing it. But it does impact your life. And um, and when your credit is not favorable, it puts you in a position where banks do not believe they can trust you. They believe they are taking greater risk. And that allo- that does not allow you to have access to everyday things like sometimes car insurance, um, a home possibly, right? Um, okay, so let's talk about car insurance. So they do reference your credit in order to make a decision about not only your rates, but they have a predictive tool that they use to determine your financial situation and whether you're actually more likely to go into a car accident. Wow. Right. That's okay. Right. So <laughs> impact is the impact. Yeah. Is <laughs> so, um, things like homeownership, which is a gateway to wealth p- potentially. Right. Yeah. Um, and then you also have things like just everyday rewards. Cause now that, especially with the rise of cryptocurrency, you're going to see this shift and I've predicted it and I've, I've seen it happen. Mm-hmm. There's going to be an increase in, um, in rewards, like different kinds of rewards. Yeah. Banks restructure how they work around credit because now they have to make sure that credit is integrated into everyday life. So rewards around crypto now, rewards around value as far as like the dollar, rewards around um, airlines, meals, whatever the case may be. You'll see these upticks because they understand how impactful credit is and how much not having access to it actually harms the consumer more now yeah. than not being able to have things like a bank account.
0: Oh yeah, but just a quick question. And what about little things like, for example, people maybe don't know um, what they're doing, like opening too many credit cards, canceling all these little things too will affect it, right? Yeah. And that's something that people maybe don't even even realize. Not, I mean, you should, but no, that's a little sometimes a little one of those tiny little things where they can get you as well, right?
1: Oh yes, for sure. So I'm glad you asked that because. Um, that happens a lot. So I, when I, when I onboard a client, I always tell them, Hey, before you make any decision before I've done the training, before we go through the training and before, you know, you really know what you're doing little mistakes that you don't know are mistakes can actually hurt you. So for example, I had a client who closed a 10 year old credit card that had great oh. payment history. I know. And it hurt her score so bad. And she thought she was doing the right thing. because by- she
0: was using it. I'm assuming is why she thought it was the right thing.
1: Right. Which is worse because she could have been using it. How do we like come up with like a a plan or a strategy to kind of like, you know, restructure her finances, which is what we're doing. But she closed it thinking she was doing the right thing and it hurt her score up to 60 points.
0: Ooh, wow, that's right. a lot. That's nothing you would consider at all.
1: No, but it really, really hurts. She thought she, and here's the thing, like she really, I'm, I'm telling yeah. the pure intentions, thought she was doing the right thing, but a 10-year-old card with all that positive payment history.
0: And also got... that credit score, um, that credit amount that you have too also. Oh, right,
1: the utilization yeah. too. So every fact, almost all of the factors were hit like four out of the five fact- major factors yeah. that affect credit score were hit. And unfortunately, you just have to keep building that credit. You have to build that credit back up in order to get it back.
0: Yeah, But that's something that people may not know. Because it's not a, it's not a, it's logically, like instead of like, you, said, you didn't do it with that bad intention. Logically in your mind, oh, I'm not using this card. I should get rid of it. Right. But there's so much more. underneath. Is that, is that, so. Let's say, is this this is one thing that you need to know. Is this also something that you think people? Is there anything else you think people really need to know? Is like, this one thing that they knew about credit card, about their credit?
1: Yes. Well, okay. So another thing I really know, I think people should know as far as like their credit cards or like options related to credit, is that um, let's say, let's use that instance for example, right? Let's say you do need to close a card. There's only one instance where I think it's okay to do that, and that's if you're transferring a balance because mm. you have really high, uh, high balance and really high interest on that card. You're going to take the hit, but in the long term, it benefits you because you can open a new balance transfer card, build the payment history with that. And then usually balance transfer cards have an introductory period, six, 12, 18, 24 months, sometimes on the, like on the higher end where there's no interest. So if you can create a payment plan where you're paying all this money back, no interest, that's the only exception. Otherwise yep. you're going to get slammed and you'll see the points as time goes on. So that's definitely an option strategy wise. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That makes sense. Again, yeah. maybe something that you don't automatically think would make sense, right? Mm-hmm. Cause it just makes sense to, Oh, if I'm not using something, get rid of it. Like you see people tell people to like, cut up credit cards and all that stuff, get rid of it. It's like, well, let's make sure it's not hurting you first. Right. For sure. For sure. So what is one thing you wish you people knew? Oh. You credit?
1: Um, one thing I wish everyone knew about credit is that um, the landscape, especially well, especially now, is that the landscape is changing. Mm-hmm. Like mentioned, there are a lot of like big pushes, and as far as like legislation, and um, um, there are a lot of like incentives that are coming now. So the time to fix your credit is yesterday, <laughs> not tomorrow, not not three months from now. It's it's now because people who are not in a good place now are only going to be further and further behind yeah um and i'm not saying that's like fear monger or scare it's just you see that the, the, the pen if the pandemic didn't make you afraid enough there's nothing i can do yeah. <laughs> honestly <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry I thought no, that
0: was- that's true but like i also kind of fall into the whole if plan anything to do with planning right like for example don't wait until you're about to hit retirement to start planning for retirement mm-hmm. right exactly. you you might because it's more expensive if you want to wait until further down the line when you've damaged your credit more
1: mm-hmm. it's gonna be
0: a lot harder to fix because there's more damage to fix
1: right right and I didn't mean to laugh to make it insensitive I really just thought in my mind like I've, I've gotten comments where it's like oh that's fear-mongering and I'm like no the pandemic should have done that like and realistically we People don't plan enough. Like you mentioned, like we think we, there was actually interesting research study done that show that people, they showed people pictures of themselves when they were older like mm-hmm. aged progressively like in a picture like a simulation thing and then they showed themselves younger and then asked them to allocate the money so they did like a double blind kind of study mm-hmm. the people who were younger spent more frivolously the yeah. people who saw a younger picture yeah. the people who spent who saw the older simulated picture or like a progressive picture were a little bit more frugal with their money they yeah. put more away and that kind of thing so we're we're naturally hardwired to not think that far out and you can't predict something like a pandemic, right? Or people have claimed that they, you know, they saw it coming, but the time then would have been, I mean, a lot of people were asking me, how do we, you know, take advantage? How do we leverage like, you know, the, the fed rate dropping so low and like refinancing, but refinancing, things like that would have been your credit would have been good now. So you would have gotten a better rate than you got, got it before the pandemic. So I don't mean to say that's a fear but that's one thing people should definitely take into consideration is fixing their credit now because as things continue to progress, the dollar is losing value as we as we speak and as we continue to, by the time this goes out, it will have dropped even more. Um, inflation is still rising, the value of the price of things are still rising. Um, we need to really understand our relationship with money at this point.
0: No, you're right. It's something that people don't think about. And I think another maybe another factor is when you're younger, you don't realize that you're going to get older. Things are going to happen. It's like, Oh, I'll worry about that tomorrow. I'll worry about that tomorrow. And then when you see that tangible, oh, right, there is something I need to there that is going to happen. It makes that's it a little so- bit more real. Mm-hmm. Um can someone what can someone do to improve their credit today? Right.
1: So that's a that's a good question. So today, um, you can go on self- Dot com. This is one of my favorite tools. I use it till today. Um, every time the account matures, I go ahead and open a brand new one because it's just that good. I'm not sponsored. I'm not saying this because they're paying me to say this. They're actually that good. It's a great concept. So what Self has done is they allow you to open a CD. They open a certificate of deposit for you. And every single month that you pay into the certificate of deposit based on the terms that you pick, they are actually reporting that monthly payment as positive payment history on your credit report. Oh. And no, it gets better. I know that's not even the best part. The, the great part about self is that the, two, the it affects most, the two, one of the two factors on your credit, two of the five factors on your credit report. One is payment history and weight. Payment history is one of the most important factors, right? Not an important answer, but weight because it takes up 35% of your score. So every month you're getting payment history for saving money, right? And then um, it also helps with your account mix. So the algorithm likes to see that you can manage different types of debt, right? So installment debt versus revolving debt. Revolving is like a credit card, installment is like a loan. So they structure it like a loan, which is very hard to come by on your credit report. So that actually gives you a little bump too. The third thing I love about self and probably my favorite thing is every single month you pay in, you depending on the term let's say you pick a year term you pick 25 dollars, for example i don't know what the terms are now they changed it but let's say you pick a 25 one year 25 one year term at the end of the year you get all your money back
0: oh huh. so you're basically investing in yourself
1: you saved and you built your credit yeah that, nope.
0: that, that actually is
1: brilliant Right. It's, it's, it's a great tool. You're stashing that 25 bucks for 12 months um, for the mom. You can use that as Christmas money, Christmas gifts. You can use that as savings. You can put that towards your investment, like towards your investments or your retirement, whatever it is that you want. And you're building your credit at the same time. It's a no brainer. That
0: is brilliant. But that also kind of makes sense that you also said that, um, your consistency in paying, paying, like making sure that your payments are on time makes sense because right. it falls right back into that whole trust thing. Right right that's probably why it's the biggest because the biggest thing in trust is like we gave you money are you going to fulfill your obligation of paying it back if you get a loan or whatever it is that we're not going to lose something by ba- basing on you
1: pretty much yeah it's a bet and it's a gamble for them so for sure
0: yeah but mm-hmm. self is a good that's a that's an amazing website and considering the fact that it's also you're not putting money towards something else you're basically investing it in yourself just in a way that also is helping you
1: Mm-hmm. and anyone can qualify for this some people think like oh you know I'm not going to check it out because I'm not going to qualify it sounds too good to be true no it, it really is just that good like anyone qualifies um I have not ever seen them personally deny anyone so yeah I would I would definitely check it out
0: that is a very good piece of advice and like I say, something that can happen today that you can do yeah, to try to help perfect. you yeah um now what are your predictions on this point on about what one- My brain is faster than, um, (laughs) (laughs) what are your predictions for, from this point, um, about credit? Mm
1: -hmm. So like we, I kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but definitely you will see banks start to incentivize, um, with rewards that are more like integrative with everyday Mm -hmm. life. So You'll see things like um, crypto awards which are slowly creeping up. Um, I actually recently got one of those cards and it was interesting because I I restructured my budget so that I could try to use that credit card more and get the rewards on the qualifying payments. And um, the rewards aren't great, but you'll start to see them more now as like more projects start to get pushed. Um, you know, as some of these coins have a little bit more utility, like everyday actual utility, like gaming coins. So I predict that like a lot of the um, credit cards will start to kind of tap into that because they notice that they're losing a lot of money, Um, especially with the minorities, because we are the, unfortunately, the individuals who don't have access to some of the like things like crypto or um, there's still a big gap. Is the point? Yeah. So I think there's gonna be a really big push when you see the you'll see that sh- start to shift. Yeah. Maybe next year or two for sure. It's it's already shifting.
0: That's that's good. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, why is your book different from other books about on the market?
1: Right. So I wrote this book to not only be concise,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and then just get straight to the points that needs to be addressed. Um, and then really, I, I made sure that it was it was digestible and make sure that it was written in a way where even if you've never, ever seen your credit report, you can pull it up and follow it point by point to see what's on there. Um, So not only are you being given the resources that you need, but you're also informed so that when you move forward, you can make decisions. You don't need to hire a professional. Um, You may have questions that come up based on changes or whatever the case may be, but um, you'll definitely understand what's going on and you'll be able to make empowered decisions moving forward. Also, these are things I've used myself over the last nine years now. Well, 2022 will make nine years as an agency oh. owner, right? So these are real verified strategies, yeah. real verified. Like I've tested these, I've tested them again. What doesn't work? Like we've we've actually pushed a lot of our own inner working behind this book. So nothing in here hasn't worked for someone.
0: That's great. And that's important to the and also making it digestible. I think people see something like this and think, oh, I'm not going to be able to understand that. So what? why bother? But if you make it, I'm like, no, no, this is something everyone should understand. It is it is something everyone should understand, but also make it in a way that it's accessible and easy to understand is very important.
1: Right. For sure. For sure. So I think that's, I think that's mainly why our book stands out because... Um, I, I pride myself on being like an educator. I like to break things down, make it understandable, um, but also action oriented because I didn't want it to just be like, oh, fix your credit. It's like, okay, here's the things that you actually need to know and things you can do.
0: Yeah. yeah. So it's, instead of it just being like, these, are, I'm telling you all these things, Here's here are steps you can take, which is always important, right? It's, um, mm-hmm. it's one thing to go out of it and be like, oh yes, I'm going to change. I'm going to do something. But most people, the question is, and how do I start? Where do I right. go? What do I do? Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's overwhelming yeah.
0: when you don't
1: know, right? It's definitely not a traditional self-help book. It's like an actual guided, guided, like almost like a guided meditation. Like this is what you're gonna do next, and this is this is the next step, and this is what we're, where we're going with this, and everything flows in a way where, and I mentioned this in the intro like at least twice. If you follow the book in the natural order of it, like don't skip around, yeah. you will definitely, definitely be successful.
0: That's good. That's great. It's amazing. Hmm. now where can people where can people find this book and you are you and are you doing any events coming up soon
1: um yes so i actually have a speaking engagement in Accra, ghana so it's a women's global conference yeah it's awesome so i'll be talking about funding um like actually using your either personal finances or using business finances how to make your like position yourself as a business owner in order to um in order to receive funding so that actually goes into once you've got your personal credit fixed and sorted out and you've got your money correct that if for those that are thinking about going into entrepreneurship that does play a really big piece so yeah. I just want to touch base on that and I'm um, at that conference in Ghana and then um, I also have a couple of other speaking games I have one in April here in um, in the North Carolina area right. a North Carolina in April yeah um, more business more finances personal finances workshops on credit yeah so a lot of, a lot of interest this year for sure, especially from women specifically Which is great <laughs> maybe because women, or maybe more women are interested, but yeah.
0: <laughs> it's always good when, uh, when you see that women are becoming more interested in, in things. Um, now where can people find you in your book?
1: Right. So, um, the book is on convertedcredit.com right. that's convertedcredit.com. And then I am um, credit conversion or cred conversion on almost all social media platforms. So credit conversion, search that first. I think cred conversion is only on Twitter. So credit conversion, um, I would highly encourage you to follow, not because I just want you to follow. I also want you to get value. Um, I like to keep up with, um, news that are going on, how these things impact you, like whatever changes are going on, um, up to date. I'll keep you guys up to date on changes. And, um, if, Ever there is like a workshop or seminar or something we go live pretty often to answer questions as well so if you ever really do want to get your questions answered or just follow along with the book then that'll be a good place to follow as well that's
0: great and um obviously all of those and that information will be on the, in, the, in the episode description wow my brain is a little <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a lot of information um, but um so that way people can get, can um can get in contact with you and also find your book yeah, sure. So thank you, Natalie, for joining me today. It was a pleasure having you on the show. I wish you continued success. Thank you. And good luck on your uh, your your speaking engagements that you have coming up.
1: Thank you, thank you.
0: And thank you everyone for joining me and see you next time on Bookish. Bye-bye for now.